0: My name is Blake Huffine, and I'm the pastor here at The Movement Church. Welcome to our podcast. hope this message inspires you. hope it grows you closer to Jesus Christ. So let's jump right in and receive the message. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Movement Church. Love can be something that's hard to understand. And while we go through our daily lives thinking we fully understand love, what if there's a chance we don't? What if there's a chance that we don't truly know how to love our spouse, the person we're in a committed relationship with? What if there's a chance that we don't truly know how to love our family member or even our friend? What if there's a chance that we don't even know how to love a stranger? What if that chance is that we don't even know what love truly is? We always talk about Jesus having this um, character that just knew how to love, knew how, how to give mercy and grace, right? How to truly love the neighbor, We say that Jesus was the perfect one, right? Even atheists and unbelievers will look at the Scripture and say, I don't believe that man was the Son of God, but he did know how to love. So why don't we dive into the Scripture a little bit and use use some Scripture that's not so baseline, not so widely used. We'll use a little bit of that at the end. But what if we just start out with a foundation of Scripture that doesn't really get talked about much as far as how to love? Let's go to Luke chapter 6 and read verses 27 through 36. And let's use this as a foundation at first for how to love. This is what it says, verse 27, the words of Jesus. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Whoever hits you on the cheek, offer him the other also. And whoever takes away your coat, do not withhold your shirt from him either. Give to everyone who asks of you, And whoever takes away what is yours, do not demand it back. Treat others the same way you want them to treat you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners in order to receive back the same amount, but love your enemies. And do good and lend. Expect nothing in return, and your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High, for He Himself is kind to ungrateful and evil men. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. So we see that this framework here is selfless love, right? If someone hits you on the cheek, offer them the other one. If they steal your coat, give them your shirt also. This selfless mindset. And all these things are said about your relationship with with your enemy, with your encounter with an enemy, someone who's against you, someone who is out to just get you. This framework, this mindset of attitude and love towards a stranger, how much more should it be towards your your spouse, someone you're in a committed relationship with, your your family member or your friend, all the way to your stranger. What does that encounter? What is that relationship? What is that attitude? What does that personality look like when you're using this as your framework? This as your mindset that I'm not going to get anything out of this because I want to be like him. Because I want to walk as he walked. To be Christian, to be Christ-like is what I want to be. And to be that, it takes having this selfless mindset, this selfless heart, to give the true agape love. The, the, the selfless love that comes from Christ is what we see. Now, the more baseline scripture for love is 1 Corinthians 13, four verses here, starting at verse four. Love is patient. Love is kind and is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant, does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own, is not provoked, does not take into account a wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believe all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. See, today's time that we've left out that last part in our love and in our relationships, the, the endures all things hopes all things and endures all things, believes all things, bears all things. We're so quick to cut off. We're so quick to let people go and leave them behind. But yet we forget about this verse that the the words of the Holy Spirit through Paul says that, that love endures all things. It doesn't mean it lets someone walk all over them. It means that it endures all things. It's willing to have this selfless character, this selfless mindset, this Christ-like attitude in a daily life to be able to endure, to be able to just continue to rejoice and live a righteous life. Today's time, relationships really struggle. People have a hard time continuing on in a relationship, in in a marriage or in a friendship. People have a really hard time, you know, continuously loving like Christ has loved them. And that's something that I have learned in my marriage. You know, as as time has gone on, I see things that God has brought my wife into my life to teach me things that I never would have learned. God has really taught me things that I had holes, I guess, and, and issues in my life that I needed to learn how to fix. And God has used my wife to mend those problems. Pieces and and fix those parts of my life, uh, God has really showed me the unconditional love and taught me how to love unconditionally. He's really started to show me the symbolism of me and my wife's relationship, our marriage, that symbolism in comparison to the relationship between Christ and the church in the way that she loves me unconditionally through all the... Uh, trials in life, the things we go through, and even vice versa with the things that we go through, the way that I began to you know, learn how to love her through all of the things that we've seen and had happen to us, and even with my relationship with Christ and how far that I've run away from Him at times, and still yet He continuously pursued me. He continuously had that love for me. And so when you begin to really dive in and see the relationship that Christ has with the church— and see how and learn how to love others that way, it really starts shaping your relationships with people, your relationship with strangers, friends, family, and even someone you're in a committed relationship with. It's honestly almost impossible to truly love someone you're in a, any type of a relationship with. It's almost impossible for you to truly love them the correct way without that foundation in Christ, without that relationship with Christ when you always have this mindset of what am I going to get out of it, what, what can I gain from this, what am I going to be uh, rewarded for in this relationship or in this friendship or whatever, or in this encounter, what am I going to get out of it? When you have that mindset, you leave the true representation of love. You pollute your mind with this false sense of feeling, this false sense of gain, and you replace that with the word love. Love does not gain anything of itself. It's not seeking for itself. It's patient. It's kind. It doesn't act unbecomingly, right? It's not seeking its own. It endures all things. It rejoices with truth. And if you don't have this true foundation of what love really looks like, if you don't understand and read at how, how Christ loved his disciples and how Christ loved the people who were sick and need. And even understand how Christ loved those who nailed him to the cross. Some of his last words was asking for God to forgive them, the ones who nailed him there. That is the love that we are to have for anyone we come across but especially for those who we're in committed relationships with because that relationship is supposed to mirror the relationship that Christ has with his church. When we get that mindset and use that as our foundation for everything in life, it will change you, it will change your spouse, your friend, your family member, and most importantly, it will completely change your relationship with them and with God. So understanding love can be a difficult thing in life. But it becomes a lot easier when we get our foundation for that in Christ. I hope this message has blessed you and helped you. Uh, maybe Maybe this is the starting point for your relationship to come back together. To be mended. For your hearts to truly align and be what God wants it to be. Have a blessed week and I'll see you next time.